this week on Tea with Queen and Jay, R. Kelly has been a motherfucking rapist. Why are we talking about it this week? We have special guest Kenyette Barnes to discuss hashtag mute R. Kelly, the movement on divesting from all things R. Kelly. He does not need your motherfucking money. Give it to a black woman somewhere. This is Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Are you ready? Yes. All right. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I actually feel good. That's good. I usually feel depressed it's after the weekend is over and I feel unaccomplished, but I feel good. You're usually good when we record on Mondays. When we record on Sundays is when you do that. Ew. That's true, but oh I feel God, like God, even God. if we recorded on a Sunday, I think I would be good. Okay. I feel good. I That's feel good. good. That's yes. good. I like to hear that. You ready to do the thing? Let's tell them where they are. Okay. Welcome to Tea to with Queen, Queen and Jay. We, we are, are two womanist race nerds, nerds talking shit over tea. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with Queen, Queen and Jay. Ow. All right. Yes. <laughs> if you would like to follow <laughs> the conversation being had on this podcast, please use our hashtag, hashtag Tea with QJ. You can use that on Instagram, Twitter, Instagram stories, Facebook. You could tag it on a wall if you feel like it. Yep, Just do, do that shit. Mm-hmm. Use that. Do all that good stuff. This is a Spot of Tea episode, so it's our free form, no format episode. It's actually a special Spot of Tea because we have an interview. Interview. Yes, we have a guest. Bitches. Yes, we have a special guest that we're super excited to have join us. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, for anybody who doesn't know, we record at the Indie Creative Network Studios. Be sure to check out Indie Creative Network at ICN.DJ. They drop new content every hour on mm-hmm. the hour. It's for us, by us, Black-owned Shiznit. Rocking you, rocking, um, rocking you, you, rocking you. <laughs> there's podcasts up there. There's video streaming. There are articles, all type of good content for us by by us. Once again, be sure that you check out icn.dj for that shit. Word, and if you want to create content, you can do that here too. You can yep. book studio time here. Yep. Um, if you have, do video shit, you can do that here. That's too. right. So you know, hit them up, see what you can all do. That sure. good shit. So we're about to get into libations, libations. but before we do. Let me just tell you, libations are when we give love to the people, places, and things giving us black joy. This is for the our homies. That's right. We pour one out for the homies. We uh, pour some out for the ancestors. Yes, everything that yo. feeds our black joy. We pour libations, we pour libations for those for. So, things. Jay, what are yo. your libations? Oh, my goodness Mm -hmm. so my libations like we said usually we record this podcast on a sunday or monday or whatever and we're just coming off the weekend Mm -hmm. and i always feel unaccomplished as i have the past few weeks well all the time (laughs) and um just a few weeks (laughs) yeah no i always feel unaccomplished like i didn't do enough over the weekend and you encouraged me to do like a task board yeah where you explained you explain it um, so basically, you write all your tasks, and as you complete your tasks, you move them from one side of the board to the other side of the mm-hmm. board. We do something like this at my job. I've adopted it for my personal life because I realized that I always felt unaccomplished. Mm-hmm. But it was because I wasn't tracking what I was doing. So it's just a tracking system to see 
what you have accomplished, what you have complete, and you'd be like, damn, I did that yep, shit. Yup, yup, So I actually, um, my apartment has these two doors to my bedroom that I just leave open because it's pointless to close them. And they have like glass doors or whatever. So one door they I They are actually French doors. Thank you. Oh, you like how I was about to, they each have windows <laughs> instead of just saying French doors. Yes. <laughs> but they don't feel French. Um, <laughs> so, so on one door, I have all of my shit to do. I put, I, I got a bunch of post-its. I have all my to-do shit on the other board. That's where I put shit that I did. And if I do something that I didn't put on my to-do, I make sure I write that shit down mm-hmm. so I can see, oh shit, you actually did a bunch of shit. And mm-hmm. being able to write my shit out, like shit that I have to do, there was times, there were times, so like I did a bunch of shit on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. No, Friday and Saturday. Then on Sunday, I was looking at the board like, okay, which one of these has to be done before I do this other thing? Yeah. And it was like something on there I saw, I was like, okay, I actually don't have time to do that thing. Mm-hmm. So even for me making the conscious decision that I don't have time to do this Uh instead of like, you know, Sunday will come and I'll be sitting down and in my head, I'm like, dad, maybe I could have gone and did so-and-so. And And Mm -hmm. instead of like, most of the time I made the decision not to because I couldn't, but it's like not recognizing that I actually made a thoughtful decision Mm -hmm. instead of like, oh man, maybe I should. When really like this week I was able to say, no, I actually looked at that, decided not to do it because it didn't make sense to do today. Mm -hmm. So it was just, uh, I just felt more organized. I felt like I felt more accomplished. Yeah. And also it reminded me of all those weekends where I actually did do mad shit. Because you do mad shit I all did, the time. I did, I know. So like, that's so why I'm like, shit. I know you needed some kind of tracking system. Yeah, so that was really good. So thank you for that suggestion. So libations to you and libations uh-huh. to that. I will take that drink because yeah. I'm lush. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not a lush. Not. But anyways, um, I want to pour libations for fishnet socks. Fishnet, ding, 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 black pantyhose. Remember that song? <gasps> no. You shouldn't remember it. I don't. But it is a song. I don't remember it. I think, wasn't that a song from um, Mars Day and the Time? I, I think that was their I, song. I, I don't know the bing, song. Bing, bing, bing. It sounded like they would do it and do that kick thing. They yes, do. yes. And Fish play that net, instrument I hate. Boom, 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 the one over the shoulder organ? I hate that fucking instrument that's like a piano guitar. Yeah, and they that. only, they the only the press... Shoulder. That's two keys. Two keys. That's because you don't see all the handiwork that the other hand is doing. Look, with the bing, 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 bing. I need bing, 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 that bing, instrument bing. abolished. I don't bing, understand bing, bing, bing. it. Makes no sense. Bing, 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 Reminds bing. me of white supremacy. Bing, okay. bing, 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 bing. That's the new jack. That's under all the new jack swing jack tracks. Bing, 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 bing. You could just right. do that on the piano. <laughs> It's not fun of you, you do sitting down you on do the piano. On a, you they just want to, because he want to get up and do the foot move. That's why. Yes, Mars Day. So anyway. Somebody send me a Mars Day t-shirt. All right, carry on. Weirdo. Um, so I want to give libations to fishnet socks because I brought lots of fishnet socks. And they actually changed the tone of all my outfits. Like I'm oh. literally right now wearing just a black dress. But because I have these fishnet socks on with mm-hmm. my um what are these oxford shoes or whatever mm-hmm. everyone is kind of like ooh, and it's literally just these fucking socks like you're wearing a dress i know that but still i know if i wore this dress without these socks and just wore the oxfords okay. it wouldn't be so like oh fashion. it like adds something wearing a brand new wig um no but there are people who are taking in my outfit i mm. i i live this day with myself could you let me speak yeah, my sure story yeah i'm also so, experiencing you here and looking at what's happening but all 
I'm okay. telling you, okay. buy you some fishnet socks. Mm-hmm. I wore I wore I wore fishnet socks to the event that we had before, and mm-hmm. I know my outfit was really cute, but I know the fishnet yes, socks no, you're add right. a thing. True, so get true, you some fishnet true. socks. It adds a different little mm mm-hmm. to your outfit. Mm-hmm. So that's my libations. My libations yeah. for fishnet socks. I like that. Mm-hmm. Let's give some donation libations. Let me first tell them. How they can donate All right. to Tea with Queen and Jay. Okay. So if you would like to donate to the progress of this podcast to help sustain this podcast, you can do that by going to teawithqueenandjay.com. Hit our donation tab, and there's where we give you two options. Those options are PayPal. PayPal is where you just hop in how many times you want, um, drop whatever you want in a collection plate. And then we have Patreon, and Patreon is where we ask for a little more commitment, and that is where we're asking you to give us $2 a month. $2! You can give us more or less. That is up to you. We are all about you choosing what you want to pay because we like to break apart from white supremacist systems um, and give you more of a choice. Yes. White supremacist capitalism system. So we want to give you more of a choice on which you contribute. Um, so we only ask for $2. Two! If you want to do more, if you want to do less, it is up to you. And... Um, yeah, so that is how you donate to this podcast. That's how you do it, yo. So donation libations this week. Our libation goes to Terry. Terry is our latest subscriber on Patreon. Patreon. So thank you for the Thanks, love, Terry. Terry. We appreciate you. Totally appreciate it. And everybody, get those donations up, yo. Give us your money. Give black women your money. money. Um, something chicken, chicken. Sp- chicken head. Something special is going on. Guap, guap. Chicken, chicken. Get guap. some chicken. I know that's get what I was Get some doing. bread. <laughs> Get some chicken. Sorry, I was doing a, a hybrid yeah. of the two. I know, I saw. I mean, I listened. Yes. We have a big announcement. Announcement. Okay. So, we are doing another review series. Yes, we are doing another review series. I'm super excited about it. Our last review series, for anybody who doesn't know, was of the Spike Lee netflix Atrocity. series oh wow you're hardcore um she's she gotta have it. it so we did our we gotta have it review series five episodes two episodes two of the series episodes per podcast episode mm-hmm. so we review those um and that was a big hit we enjoyed that yeah, people enjoyed our, our reviews enjoyed that. yes absolutely so we want to do the same thing with season two of dear black people we're super excited about dear that white people Dear White People, and our series will be called called Dear Dear Black Black People. People. So we're super excited about that, and we um, think that we'll enjoy it more. Yes, and those episodes will be premiering every Wednesday. So our regular Mm -hmm. episode is on Tuesday. That girl, you know, flavoring your ear on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And then on Wednesdays, you will get... Brand new flavor (laughs) in your ear. You will get... Dear Black people. Here comes the brand new flavor. Oh, yes. That's going to happen Rest in day. peace, Greg Mack. That's right. Hopefully you didn't violate yeah. black women. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so that's happening. Super excited. What kind of tea are you drinking over there? I am not drinking tea. Wow. What kind of tea are you drinking over there? Actually, I had a nice big cup. Well, nice size. It was small. But anyway, it was the right size um, of peppermint tea because my period is coming. Oh, and I had peppermint tea this morning. Look at that. Correct. Is your period coming too? Are we still in sync? No, it's not yet. Mine oh, is coming okay. during the teens this month because okay. I don't know, it's, it likes to change with the sea. I don't know. It'll okay. be showing off and want to be doing its own thing. All right. Well, that's cool. I don't want to be in sync with you all the time. The period does. Lovers. The period chooses me. I don't mm-hmm. choose the period. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's supposed to help ease the aggravation. How can I 
ease the pain. <laughs> when I know you're coming back again. Okay. Ugh. All right. Yeah, so that's what I had earlier. But before recording this, I did have coffee because I will not sound tired, even though I always am. <laughs> <laughs> we do a so, lot of shit. It's too much. The fuck? It's too much. The um, fuck. So, what are your, what are your jinx? pronouns my pronouns are she her and they what are your pronouns my pronouns are she and her okay cool yeah and what are you affirming for yourself this i'm week? affirming that i'm a bad bitch as i always affirm i'm affirming that i am enough mm-hmm. and i am affirming that i i'm affirming that every piece of furniture that i buy for my apartment a man is building it and putting it together I'm not, okay i'm not doing it I like that. I'm not. And I do know how to do it. And I actually mm-hmm. like building things. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm not. Okay? You don't so, have to do that. the men of mine who listen to this, mm-hmm. you'll notice. All right. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Well, good for you. <laughs> I support that. Let me know how that goes. Mm-hmm. I am affirming as usual and as always that I am not a lady. I'm affirming that I am enough. Mm-hmm. And I'm affirming that I do enough yes yes because she got the task board i was like oh shit i actually do do enough oh my goodness shit that's dope wow right yeah thank you so much i'm happy for you yeah me too yo it feels it feels really good so thank you for that yes so like we said we have a special guest today i'm just excited okay that is super (laughs) exciting we have special guest Kenyette Barnes of Mute R. Kelly. So Mute R. Kelly recently, though it's been going on for a long time, has received a greater deal of attention due to the support of women of color of Time's Up. Mm-hmm. And so they made a statement within the last few weeks. And so that has kind of yeah. helped to bring nationwide attention to this movement that we knew was mm-hmm. happening. Um, so we wanted to be sure to have Kenyette on and, and to talk about this. Yes. Uh, just to kind of uh, talk a little bit about R. Kelly and to give the history for this. So trigger warning, everybody. We're going to be discussing R. Kelly and we're going to be discussing the movement surrounding R. Kelly. So yes. if there's anybody who for this is and, and we know that R. Kelly is um, sexual predator, yes. pedophile, yes. sexual assault, Hemophile, person. This all, all of the words. Yeah, that's that's his thing. Um, so trigger warning for all that shit. And all things R. Kelly. So that's that's the episode. That's the rest of the episode. So just to give kind of a timeline to R. Kelly's pedophilic shenanigans and the word that decades you used. Decades of mm-hmm. what? Hemophile? Yes. Decades of hemophile behavior. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To give a timeline to that. In 1994, R. Kelly married a 15-year-old Aaliyah when he was 27 years old. In, you want me to just rattle off all these? Yeah, sure. Okay. In 1996, he was accused of dating a 15-year-old. So the, the accusation came after this whole thing happened. But uh, he was accused of dating a 15-year-old when he was 24 years old. And that accusal ended in a settlement and a confidentiality agreement. So that really wasn't able to be brought up again. Mm-hmm. In 2001, he is accused of forcing a 17-year-old to perform sex acts on another girl without her consent. In 2002, R. Kelly's infamous urination tape comes out featuring him perform, performing sex acts and urinating on what appears to be a very young girl um, and is later reported to be 14 years old at the time of the video. He's indicted on 21 charges of making child porn, but not rape. 
um, in 2000, in 2008, the trial is delayed in a tactic um, in which the victim is now an adult. And so the, the tactic is that jurors now will not see this person as the teenage victim mm-hmm. that they were. They'll see the adult that's sitting there before them. She also, she didn't testify. Her her parents never testified. But I know mm-hmm. that that was a big reason as to why he wasn't convicted because mm. so many so many years had gone by right. who knows what conversations he's had with her and her family mm-hmm. she never even testified mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that was probably another thing another tactic right, to right, prolong right. it and all sure. that yeah of course so he was not convicted in 2002 child pornography featuring R Kelly is found in his home but is thrown out as, and and when i say featuring R Kelly it was featuring R Kelly performing sex acts on underage girls but is found it's found in his home, but it's thrown out as evidence since there was no warrant yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2017, Kelly is once again being accused of having sex with underage women and holding them against their will in what their parents are calling a sex cult. So that's kind of just an abridged version of what's been going on with R. Kelly throughout, for decades. Or for, decades. Yes. for decades, this shit has been going on. I remember I did watch that video of not. him. I did see the video of him with some classmates urinating on that little girl. And mm-hmm. it's very, it's very obvious um, that based on her body, that this is a, this mm-hmm. is an underage girl. This is not a grown yeah, woman, yeah. you know? Um, so it's just gross. And, it's about time that we're here. Like we've always talked about R. Kelly being a rapist yeah, on our platform. We talked about it. We've in our own lives have muted R. Kelly. Actually, Absolutely. not listening to his music. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually have had sex where his song has come on, and I'm I will stop. Like yeah. just nah. You mm-hmm. know, like that is how adamant I am about. Mm-hmm. That his music, his whatever, him just not being in yeah. my space, like dead ass, you are Kelly, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been doing that in our lives. So it's, it's great to see it become a movement and right. become something, um, a larger collective mm-hmm. of black women doing this mm-hmm. Um more visibly, because lots of us have muted R. Kelly, right. but it wasn't as visible as this movement has made it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty dope, and we appreciate all of that. Absolutely. So we get to talk to um, Kenyette Barnes, and let's get into the interview. So we're here with Kenyette Barnes, one of the co-founders of Mute R. Kelly. Thank you so much for joining us, Kenyette. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for having me. Can you um, tell us a little bit about yourself and what Mute R. Kelly is and how you got involved? Well, Mute R. Kelly really is a grassroots effort which started in Atlanta, Georgia. And our our original mission was to call attention to the upcoming concert in Atlanta last summer and um, just really put pressure on our elected officials and on the community and the radio community just divest from R. Kelly, given the most recent scandals that happened. If you recall last summer, there was the sex cult scandal. Well, that happened in the same city, in the same county, as the concert was coming. And it was just kind of a, a just a just with a call of um, a space, for lack of a better term, to say this is enough. And so we mobilized, and my co-founder, Orny K and I, and we decided let's just do this and take it on the road. That's amazing. And since since you all started um, Mute R. Kelly, how many shows have you all um, had canceled of R. Kelly's? Uh, ten. 
That's amazing. That is amazing. Um, and so it was an estimated $1.2 million of lost revenue. Wow. Yes, I, I love that. Since y'all have started this, has there been any backlash? And um, specifically, has there been any backlash from notable people in the, inter- in the entertainment industry? Um, yes, there has been backlash, mostly from the community. Um, there are, as you know, there are Kelly is, is not the king of R&B without having a very large fan set. And one of the things that Meet R. Kelly attempted to do was to dismantle that. But unfortunately, you still have diehard R. Kelly fans who made it very clear that they did not appreciate Meet R. Kelly, the, the movement, or the people who were doing it. As far as notable people, um, actually, I've had more silence and indifference from mm. notable people than actual dissent. Um, 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 the most recent was um, Wendy Williams had mm. some very harsh words to say about Mudark Kelly and then since tried to soften the blow. And it's, once, the, once the, the horse is out of the stable, it's gone. It, you know, so mm-hmm. we, we perceive that she is um, an R. Kelly apologist and right. she's probably the most Notable, mm-hmm. but of course, you know you do have because this is an essentially social media-driven movement. Of course, you have people on social media who don't like what we're doing, um, believe that we are trying to take down a black man, and that this is a whole big conspiracy, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. But um, it's, it's we're we're ignoring the fact that. This has been happening for over two decades. Yeah. That there are real there are real lives, real women's lives that were impacted by his behavior and by him being able to tour and to make money, he is now able to have the capital to insulate him from accountability and pay women off and you know, this is it was just too much and we kind of come back to it. Mhm. How do you how do you address so you kind of mentioned um, that notion of uh, that's kind of been floating around and that his statement said where uh, that concept of this is a lynching calling this a lynching. Um, How do you address people who use white supremacy as reasoning as reasoning not to call out black men who are sexual predators? Well, it happens all the time. Well, to address the lynching comment um, and I actually put out a statement about it because it was really on my heart when he said it and you know my my opinion is he was not lynched he hung himself mm-hmm. my co-founder's um, statement is this is not a lynching this is a reckoning yes yeah. and i believe the two of us kind of express collectively what we feel when that type of a metaphor is levied against people who simply are being held accountable. Um, and what makes it even more chilling for me is it comes on the, on the end of a very emotional weekend. Um, the uh, Equal Justice Institute um, Legacy Museum opened <laughs> last weekend in Birmingham, Alabama, that's the lynching museum. So, mm. it, it, I mean, people traveled from all around the country just to see that over 4,000 names were on that museum of men and women and children who were lynched 
for no reason other than the color of their skin. And here comes R. Kelly saying, well, yeah, I'm being held accountable, so you're lynching me. And I find that that's very lazy. It's, it's, it's reprehensible. It's saying, no, it's lazy. It's, you got to come up with a better analogy than that. And I, I just think that lynching as a metaphor for being held accountable should be off the table. I, it was totally inappropriate. No one is lynching him. No one is dragging him through the streets and pulling him out of his house because he whistled at a white woman. That is not what happened. And the fact that he's leveling this very dark metaphor in a very odd way is testament to the effectiveness of Newt R. Kelly. And so in that regard, yes. If you have to go to such a dark metaphor because of this movement, we're actually making an impact. But we will call him out on using that metaphor. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as others, other notable, and I really don't even want to give this person any more of my attention, but um, uh, Tariq Nasheed, you know, had some... Oh, ashy, ashy, oh. ashy, ashy. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, you know... Some of our skin folks aren't our kin folks. Yes, yep, you say that often. And he, you know, it was a Twitter, you know, the tweet, and, you know, of course he said that time's up and Peter R. Kelly are back and were developed by white women, and, of course, I couldn't let that go, and my PR person, Tracy, is a sweetheart, and she's like, stop fighting with him! And I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. this is not a fight. This is part of their they bully people into silence and you're not going to bully me into silence so I went on the record to tell him no Nidar Kelly is not run by white people it was actually developed by two black women mm-hmm. yeah. and for Nike you can't get any more blickety black than that <laughs> okay? the first people who supported us were very prominent black men in Atlanta including a very prominent pastor who grew up in Chicago and knew of Robert Kelly's behavior. Mm. One of the top social justice attorneys in the country, Attorney General Gregg, and the black former black chairman of the Fulton County Board of Commissioner, Dr. John Eads, all black men, all black fathers, and all supported Mutar Kelly. Mm. So when we go around the country, I can just throw names of all of my local organizers from Detroit to Chicago to New York to Dallas to Greensboro to Birmingham, all black women and femmes. So this movement has been going on since July of 2007, and not one peep from the likes of Tariq Nasheed. And then all of a sudden. All of a sudden. All of a sudden now, mm-hmm. he wants to change the narrative that this is just showing up tomorrow and it's white women. And I had to correct the record. And I was like, you know what, brother? Here's the deal. If you want to find something to chop and screw and make into a moisturizer to soothe the ashiness of your single fans, go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. But don't use this movement. Don't use the blood, sweat, and tears of the sisters that are survivors 
survivors. We are all survivors mm-hmm. that are trying to hold him accountable. And you mentioned at some point, I'm not against black women. I'm against white people bringing down black men. I'm like, but that's not what you said. Mm-hmm. You said Mudar Kelly was run by white women. I corrected you. Then you said, well, it's backed by white women. I corrected you again. Mm-hmm. I re- I'm willing to release the financials. It's pretty easy. Uh, what a, <laughs> uh, three, three cents? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we're in a deficit. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, I'm, I'm, I will release financials to you since we are being paid and backed by, I don't know who the hell, to take down black men. Mm-hmm. He switched it again. And now, thumb through my pictures to find two pictures of me posing with friends who are white to say, see, wow. they're paying you and you're an utiloper. I'm wow. like, I'm going to need you to come up from amateur hour because <laughs> you're not dealing with one of these little thirsty pygmies who want a man and will tolerate it. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, yeah. like, can you please for a second just Google and read my resume. I am not a spring chicken. I've been in this game long enough. Part of the reason why I did meet R. Kelly is because I worked as a professional strategist and registered lobbyist. Mm-hmm. I understand the game. Mm-hmm. So don't tell me what I'm doing when you're doing nothing. Mm-hmm. You have no background. You weren't interested in meet R. Kelly. We've been We've been alive for nine months. Where have you been? That's a whole-ass pregnancy. Where Mm -hmm. has he been? Mm -hmm. But the moment someone affiliated with something that he could spend, okay, that's enough of my time on him. Okay, so Mm -hmm. he can end all that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, that's okay, because we talk about that a lot. Yeah, we do talk about that a lot. To answer your question, so, you know, I haven't gotten a lot of direct opposition from Mudar Kelly. I've gotten more support. Mm-hmm. I've also gotten a lot of silence and indifference, especially mm-hmm. from the radio stations, who are like, well, um, yeah, those are allegations, and mm-hmm. we can't really move on. And so was George Zimmerman. He was found not guilty. So were all the people yeah. who Crow. Those are all allegations. But that doesn't stop your asses from marching, does it? Mm-hmm. Because you understand that there's a system of oppression in this. It's white supremacy. So the probability that these people did it is high. Let's take that and let's apply that system to patriarchy and misogyny the war, the black community. We yeah. understand that that exists. So when these sisters are coming out and telling you they he's doing this to me and they're telling you the same story, you can't then default to the same justice system that you want to dismantle because they hate black men. Come on, make up your mind. Mm-hmm. Either we want the justice system to prove him guilty or the justice system is bad and everybody's innocent. But you can't have it both ways. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned yeah. you mentioned briefly about um, Tariq Nasheed and him associating Mute R. Kelly yeah. with Time's Up and the Me Too movement. Um, so yeah. it, makes, it makes me want to ask, like, what are your thoughts on the placement of black women's voices in the Me Too movement um, currently? I think that um, Tarana Burke has done an amazing job at recentering black women's voices. I mean, I remember when Me Too started. I actually lived in Philadelphia for quite a while and remember it. Mm-hmm. And so I believe that she is being intentional 
in her activism and her advocacy and her speaking and her uh, strategic connections to be sure that she is recentering black women and femme in this conversation. And I think she's doing an amazing job. I mean, one could argue that, you know, at one point it sort of, you know, diverted from that original intention, but, but that tends to happen when things become mainstream. But I think she's doing an amazing job at bringing it back to its original space. And, you know, as an activist, as, as an organizer, and as a person, I love her dearly. And I'm really excited to have her support with this, uh, with this movement. Mm-hmm. So we believe in divestment for institutions that don't serve us. Um, you mentioned divestment earlier. Um, we also believe in redistribution of funds. Why do you think that it's important that we don't separate the artist from his art? I know a lot of people say, oh, well, I can still enjoy the Cosby show. And, um, you know, Cliff Huxtable is not Bill Cosby, Cosby. And R. Kelly's songs right. are not... R. Kelly, which that makes no sense. Uh, um, can we just talk about who the Pied Piper was? I mean, some people just need to pick up a damn book. Mm-hmm. It's like, do you not know who the Pied Piper was? Yeah, yeah exactly. He lured kids to their the... homes yeah. and they were never seen again. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like he was a damn kidnapper. It's, it, people need to read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mention that often. I mention that often to Pied Piper, how R. Kelly, within his career, he trolls us mm-hmm. um, and reminds us that I'm I'm a fucking deviant um, predator. I am a, I am a pie piper. I'm, yeah. I mean, and, I'm not, and I'm not a pie piper of my peers. I'm a pie piper of the most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing about R. Kelly's behavior, just as an aside, and it speaks more just to the, the, the larger conversation about child sexual abuse, um, we're taking innocence. We're ripping innocence right out of the hands of young girls just to feed someone's sick perversion. And that alone should send shockwaves of outrage through our community, but mm-hmm. it's not. And when you have the Ashley Larrys of the world who <laughs> want to tweet pictures of my Instagram, which mm-hmm. is stupid, you know, instead of saying, you know what, dude, what about these girls who innocence is shit is just taken away from them can we talk about that can we sit can you stop being so narcissistic and so hell bent on fighting anything that's not black and cis male or black and cis male centered and realize that part of the role of black men in the community is to be a protector mm-hmm. so when do we start protecting the most vulnerable, the women, the children. We don't protect women and children in the black community. We abuse women and children in the black community. We discard women and children in the black community. We exploit women and children in the black community. And then when women and femmes want to speak up, we silence them with shaming and bullying. And that's bullshit. And the reality is that half of these pan-African, you know, guys, they're the biggest cowards of them all. Mm. Mm-hmm. And while they are so busy trying to shut everyone up and make us fight white supremacy, they forget part of being a leader is being a protector and not wielding your power in an abusive way. And if I would, and, and that's all of them. It's not just Tariq Nasheed. I mean, and I don't want to make this a Tariq Nasheed conversation because the reality is 
The last thing I want is a debate with the man. I don't want to talk to him. Mm-hmm. I have nothing to say to him. It's like, you know, but he, but he's a symptom of a larger problem with this sort of pan-African black male, black cis male, who has a platform. And that platform is basically to spew misogyny, misogyny war, homophobia, transphobia, and any other thing other than what's centered around black cis males. And if black cis males don't agree with it, well, then they're cucks and they're femps and they're bedwits. Uh, well, well mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I'm not going to put that language out there, but yeah. So, I mean, but I think that that platform and why it's important to talk about it in this space is that it's dangerous. And that was the tweet, that was my original tweet to him. It was like, you're wrong and you're dangerous. Because what you're doing is you're shaming survivors. The hell with everything else. Yeah. And if you were really concerned about Mudar Kelly, if you were really concerned about holding him accountable, you should have been on the ground in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And not only that, to just say that no one is supporting this movement, but white women, you just, you know, dismiss the work of other cis hetero black men who use their power and influence to do something good. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're giving him enough of my airtime. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to mention, it also robs black women of the agency to speak up for themselves, right? So we're all yeah. black women yeah. who have... Um, who know of or have experienced abuse and the implication that white women have to be behind black women. Anytime we speak up for ourselves, anytime we say stop abusing us is racist. It's it's misogynoir. It is misogynoir. That's exactly what it is. And it's this idea that black women are only in the black community for whatever purpose it serves black men. And you know what? Later for that shit. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And like, you know what? (laughs) um yeah no Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but Mm -hmm. no yeah but no so what can everyday people do to um support mute r kelly and to help get this done um share the hashtag if he has a concert coming to your city go and join a protest if we can't get the concert shut down call your friends go out there and boost on the ground if you can't do boost on the ground um, call your local radio station. Mm-hmm. Call the arena where he's playing and say, do not host him. Um, even when we're not doing an active protest, if you hear R. Kelly play on your radio, pick up the phone and call your radio station and say, hey, stop playing R. Kelly. If you listen to any of the streaming sites, Spotify, Pandora, Google Play, Apple Music, if he comes in your rotation, hit the thumbs down button or the cross button. It, if you do that a couple of times, it resets the algorithm and it won't play anymore. Mm-hmm. That is another form of revenue. Um, if he's coming to, now he's doing these after party type things. If he goes, has he has an after party, don't go. Mm-hmm. Don't go to his after party. Um, speak out against um, his victims. Not against, for his victims. Support his victims. I mean, mm-hmm. one of the victims, survivors, I want to change that language. I'm really big on language. Yeah. One of the survivors, uh, Geronda Pace, has been a very strong supporter of the Mutar Kelly movement from the very beginning. You listen to her voice. Mm-hmm. Instead of censoring his music, listen to her voice. Um, also, and just keep sharing, keep talking about it, and talk about the unfair 
unspoken trauma of sexual violence in our community. It is not throwing our black men to the wolf. It is holding them accountable and saying, guys, stop. Do you honestly think that we want to be out here going from concert to concert screaming at people? No, we don't. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know, my, my partner, Ornika, and I, we have whole-ass lives. We are professionals. We had to do other things other than running around trying to mute our telling. Yeah. But until the black community gets its shit together around sexual violence, we will be out there. Mm-hmm. And we it will be two months or two years or ten years. But Mira Kelly is here to stay. That's right. You mentioned you mentioned um off mic something going on in did you say Greensboro? Yes, Greensboro, North Carolina on the eleventh, which is this upcoming Friday, there is a, a protest scheduled. Um, the team on the ground is actually trying to get the concert canceled, so we're having some conversations with some of the elected officials and the uh, Greensboro City Council and the adjacent council commission, and we're working to try to get that concert canceled, but not in the event we can't, we need boots on the ground. They'll be there 7 p.m. Um, at the Greensboro Coliseum on May 11th. And let your voice be heard. That it's time to mute our Kelly. That's right. Yep, mute his ass. Mute it. We got to keep muting him. I mean, this is, and from what I from what I've been told, this is probably the last stop for a while. Okay, mm-hmm. that's okay. that's good to hear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I'm sure he's gonna pop somewhere else, and he, you know, we'll we'll be there too. Okay. <laughs> Well, let us know where we can find you, where we can find Mute R. Kelly, and how we yeah. can stay connected to this whole thing. We are Mute R. Kelly on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, you can reach us there. Please follow us. We, our website is www.mutearkelly.org. It tells you a little bit about us, uh, how we came to be Mute R. Kelly, some of the press from the early days of Mute R. Kelly, and kind mm-hmm. of where we are Okay. Okay. Is it official Mute R. Kelly? Your your social yeah. media? Okay. Official Mute yeah. R. Kelly. Okay. On all social yeah. media. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you so much, Kenyette. This was amazing. We really appreciate talking to you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thanks so much for being here. Yes. Too. And also, thanks for your work. Um, Absolutely. For your labor. I have hated R. Kelly for a really long time. Yeah. So it is. <laughs> I really have. Yeah. yeah. I really it's have. one of those things that, like, so many, so many of us have quietly stopped listening to him. Yep. Or, like, we right. throw events and none of his music, music is, is played. To play. Right. Um, yeah. But we we have yeah. not. So these are things that we do amongst ourselves. But this is like it's, it's about time that that someone has taken the time to organize and make it a nationwide effort. And so I had kind of been hearing buzzings of this and then yeah. um, the Time's Up movement backed it and just seeing where we are now with this is really inspiring. So thank you both um, yeah, for, for this making work. this happen. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. And. We are all in this together, so yeah, let's we, keep moving forward. We're, we, all, we all we got, so yes. Mm-hmm. We are all we got, this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Kenyette. Okay, good night. Money, 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 money. <laughs> money! <laughs> do you know what this year is? Um, What's this year? Well, it's 2018, but do you know what 2018 is all about? 
what every year is all about. Yeah, but like giving black women year. your money. Yes, give okay. black women your money. Hashtag pay black women, okay, yo. Okay, okay. So, so how do they give black women their money? Well, they can start by giving us their money. Oh yes, yes. We do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week. week. Sometimes and, twice um, a week. Yeah, yo. <laughs> and we could use your loving motherfucking donations. Um, we definitely can. Absolutely. So how can you do that? You can go to our website. Yo. TeamWithQueenAndJay.com. Hit that donate tab. Mm-hmm. And we have two options there. So two! Can, two! You become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right. on how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice. Oh my God, we're going to get money. Again! <laughs> All the time. Yes. And we're black. And we're back. And, and Tariq Nasheed is, is a, a bitch-ass nigga. But we knew that already. That's we like an ongoing, undercurring recurring under whatever how do you do what's the noise which one the ashy noise <laughs> <laughs> that that's how he walks where's stacy adams stacy adams. Stacey adams wasn't there a villain in pootie tang that was mad ashy i don't i've saw pootie tang once and i thought it was horrible so i don't remember it much oh. didn't like that movie some gems in there some okay. gems but anyway <laughs> tashi tariq nasheed he he's definitely a pootie tang character yeah, word absolutely that ass from that you could put him dressed how he dressed right now in that movie and, and he would, would fit work. right in yeah he would fit right in mm-hmm. all right enough about him yes <laughs> <laughs> that was an amazing interview yes it was i enjoyed our conversation anything else that is all i think we did a show i think we did a motherfucking show yo so hashtag mute r kelly yes please make sure you're doing all the things to help make that official and make that happen yes and all of the links to the petitions to their organizations all of that mm-hmm. will be in our show notes that's right so be sure to you know check that out visit those places and do what you got to do to get l kelly out of the fucking paint out the paint be sure to follow us on the social media. So that is Twitter and Instagram at T with Q, at T with QJ. Um, we're also on Tumblr and Facebook. You just search for T with Queen and J and you um, follow. You do whatever the platform tells you to do. Mm-hmm. Also, visit our website, T with Queen and J dot com. You can go there to donate. You can go there to listen to the show. You can go there to look at our um, directory of play black women. That's right. Um, what else do we have? Well, be sure wherever you listen to this podcast, be sure you are following or subscribed in those places. Mm-hmm. Be sure to please leave us a five star review. Or if you fucking we five listen, star chicks. we five star chicks. If you fucking listen to the show and you fucking hated it, just fucking read it honestly, okay? And we will read that we shit love, too. Yes, we love we love a good dragon. <laughs> we do, we, we do. do. We enjoy, we enjoy those. We enjoy the trolls. Don't feed them, but we enjoy them. Because um, we laugh in the face of danger. Ha, ha, ha. Be sure to send us an email. If we didn't say that already, you can send us T-mail at J at gmail.com. That's everything? Yes. Now let's get into those hashtags. That's right. Hashtag mute R. Kelly. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Hashtag Stop Killing Trans Women. 
Hashtag say her name. Hashtag Spoonie Chat. Hashtag disability to white. Hashtag pod in. Hashtag pods in color. Hashtag tea with QJ. Hey. Hashtag listen. to say listen to black women already? Say it again. Hashtag listen to black women. Hashtag pay black women. Hashtag all black lives matter. All right. Okay. We did it. Bye. Smooches. I was going to say why smooches, but I remembered that it's from you watching. Um, Living single. Living single again. All right. Cause in the 90s kind of Okay. Well. All right. Do you like teenage girls? When you say teenage, how are we talking?